Well, Kent Adams here with Pulse of Spokane. And uh, I'm kind of excited about my guest during this period because he got to do and is doing what I wanted to do way back in high school. I wanted to be a photographer and he's one of the best. He shoots from rooftops, he shoots all over Spokane and perhaps even more important to all of us, he's very involved in the taking our veterans back to Washington, D.C. And as you know, it's been a couple of years now with all that's been going on. So we're going to hear more about that with John Moore right after this. today to learn how PowerView automation makes everyday living effortless. I'm Tyler LeMasters. Spokane's homelessness has been mismanaged by city council. There is no compassion in failure. A fresh perspective is needed to address this issue. In November, I hope you vote for me, Tyler LeMasters, for Spokane City Council, District 2. Paid for by the committee to elect Tyler LeMasters. Starting a digging project? Before you reach for the shovel, you must click callbeforeyoudig.org, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. Protect our buried utilities and click callbeforeyoudig.org. Well, welcome. As I said, uh, introducing this, John Moore, I love your photography. It has captured mainly night scenes over Spokane. Uh, the past few years, I don't know how long you've, how long have you been doing this? Um, the last six or seven years of my police career was shooting photos at night, <clears throat> albeit a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't had to testify in court about any of those in the last few years. Since I retired. Yeah. Right, right. So I've been doing But you're happy about time. that, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm having a blast. Good, out there. good. What made you decide to go... And do and we're showing some of your beautiful, absolutely beautiful shots of Spokane and various seasons and everything else. What made you decide to capture that for us? Well, it's fun. I mean, back in my police career, when we weren't in the middle of hell, yeah, um, you could actually sit in a place and look out over the city, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And that hasn't changed. Right. I think, fortunately for for us, the listeners, the viewers. We live in a beautiful place. Yeah. So taking photos, letting everybody know where it is that we live yeah. in a variety of different places that other photographers can't get to. Right. I think um, I'm just having a blast doing it along with a number of, of colleagues Good. that I have on my teams. Yeah. I, I remember you have access to a lot of buildings. People have been very gracious to open them up to you and, and so forth, because most of the time we wouldn't want someone climbing on our roofs. And, well, there's a liability yeah. issue. Of I think, course, mainly these so days. Forth. Yeah, and, and there's always a hungry attorney out there somewhere, right? Probably. Probably, yeah. Um, but what reactions do, do you get from them after they've seen what you've done? Well, I got started on, on the rooftop things 
when I was in the crime prevention unit okay. at the police department. And so I met the building owners, worked on security management issues. Right. Uh, so when I retired and I got into the photography thing, I started volunteering my time doing public service shoots. Okay. And some of those required being up high. Sure. And when I approached the building managers and owners, they all they knew already you. knew me. Yeah. They knew my work ethic. And so I had no problem getting up on top of buildings. Yeah. And um, it, it helps from a, a technical standpoint from photography. Right. So I can get above tree level. I can avoid street lights staring me like a flashlight in your face in right. a dark room. Right. I can avoid all those things. Nice. Nice. And the fact that the city city lights go forever, it's just, it's one of the photographers I had up on a roof said it's information overload. Yeah. It literally is. Yeah. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. Yeah. And you just, I love going to your site and everything and seeing all those photos. And, and we've used, with your permission, some of them when we were absolutely down, downtown at the old chancery yep. and, and, and so forth. And. And in uh, this beautiful old building that we're in now, which is the Holly Mason building, and you were saying a little bit before that you were up on the roof and lightning was coming. Yeah, I, I was shooting a project for the National Trust for Historic Preservation National Conference. And you do which a lot of that, down. don't you? Yeah, pretty much all the time. Yeah, it's, yeah, and we have one ongoing now. But anyway, we were up on this building on the roof. It was before we had the cell phones with the uh, lightning alerts and. So we saw the dark clouds coming in. I think there were, I had three other people up on top with me. When the lightning started and the thunder started, it was time to get the heck off the roof. Yes, yes. So we got chased off your building and, and uh, yeah. uh, this is a beautiful place that's changed since yeah. I've been here. Yes, we feel very fortunate. When you talk about lightning, my son and I were on a trip one time and we actually met a lady that had been hit by lightning twice. Now, how many times do we, you know, to get hit by lightning once is uh, is next to being a miracle, if you will. I mean, it just doesn't Correct. happen. Yeah. But twice, and, and my son and I looked at each other like, is she kidding? And she wasn't kidding, but it does happen. And so, yes, uh, we're very fortunate here. We love being back downtown. Um, we hope love things, downtown. We, we hope things improve because there are some issues out there that that, that there means, always has been and probably will be yeah, to yeah. degrees, I think, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, what, what's, your what, what's your favorite shoot here in Spokane? You must well, have one or two. Every shoot that we do is a favorite. <laughs> um, I, all the, the elevation type shoots, I think, is one of the first ones, which was up on the clock tower. Okay. And... Uh, even working 12-hour shifts when I worked in uniform um, during Expo, I had never been inside the clock tower. Oh, wow. And so I had been doing some projects for the Parks Foundation and City Parks. And so I got invited to go up and shoot oh, yeah. one night up on the clock tower. And uh, you have to wind the clock. Yes. You have to sign the wall. And so I did all that, and then I had 45 minutes to get as many shots as I could. Wow. That was a blast. Yes. That was a lot yes. of fun. Yes. That, that would be, if, if I have to claim a favorite, that would be it. And a very unique one. I mean, very. because we all see it. It's our symbol. That and the, 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 the teepee the, with the lights now and all of that. Symbol of Spokane and downtown Spokane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so few of us ever get to do what you did. So you preserved it in, on film or digital. Digital. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, 
The last camera, really good camera I had, had film. So does that tell you how long ago? Well, you know, the last years that I was at uh, Spokane PD doing the photography of crime scenes and fatal collisions and so forth, that's was all film. Yeah. And when I think of the difference between the digital age and back when I was shooting uh, with the Canon film cameras, right. uh, what a change. Yes, yes, yes. Much more enjoyable. And as I said before, I don't have to raise my right hand and have a judge sitting next to my right and for all the stuff that we're doing now. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay, let's talk about what I know is also important to you, and that's taking veterans back to Washington, D.C. Honor flight. Honor flight, yes. And uh, first of all, thank you for doing that because you've been involved and so forth. You also take and send other photographers, right? I, I try it. We're, we're chartering aircraft now. As okay. I think the last time you and I talked, we were doing commercial flights. Yes. Where we could only take a limited number of veterans. Ah, uh, okay. Well, now we have our own plane, charter our own aircraft, oh. where we can put a lot more people yes. on there. We can do fewer flights. Instead okay. of doing five a year, we can do two. Ah, okay. Although I think in the f next year, we're going to try to start our spring flight spring. in April. Okay. Depending, COVID yeah. depending, I suppose. Um, but we'd like to try to do three next year, three okay. charters. All right. So we can get more people back there. But for a year and a half or so, COVID pretty much canceled everything. Right, right. So right. The, the photographers were frustrated. The veterans couldn't fly. Yes. And in that period of time, we've lost some of those veterans that we could have taken. Yeah. And that's a shame every time we do it. And you mentioned before we started here that you're seeing a lot more of not just World War II veterans, but from other wars, too. Where is it going now? Well, the majority of the people that are on our aircraft or will be on our aircraft, if, assuming we can start in spring right. with our yearly flight schedules again, uh, Korean War veterans. Ah, okay. We'd like to target our Korean War veterans before it's too late to get them on the plane. Yeah. But the bulk of, of the people that are flying with us are Vietnam veterans. Okay. And uh, I, I mean, it's just a, a wonderful thing to see those veterans. Um, I, you know, I'm an Air Force veteran. I grew up in an Air Force family. So maybe it, it, it kind of makes sense that I'm a part of something related to veterans. Yes, yes. So, well, we my son was it. in the Air Force, so yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I think that, that having done all these veterans that we've flown since we started in 2010, Yes. Um, it's as much fun, if not more fun, for my photography team. Yes. I'll take two of my photographers, put them on the plane so that they can catch the DC part of it. Yes. And then we put together um, the entire program, the entire, from the time they get to the airport yes. in the morning for departure until they leave the airport after arrival. Uh, my photographers will be catching all that. And we put that together into a DVD, uh, simple, like I have here. Yeah. And the families get it, the veterans get it. And it's a forever thing. When yeah, the absolutely. veteran passes, the family still the has family has a memory. <clears throat> that exactly. was good for their dad or grandpa or whatever it may be. Or all of the above. I love that. I absolutely I love that. I do too. That. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Um, I was thinking back yesterday on my dad who passed away years ago, 20-some years ago, but it was his birthday. And you go back and you look at pictures and so forth. Not what we have today with digital and DVDs oh, and, absolutely. And, and so forth, you know, and uh, how blessed we are that 
I guess it's good that my grandkids will have <laughs> pictures of me and in video and, and, and so forth. They may laugh through it all, but, but some well, of my grandkids and my daughter are on the honor flight team. Yeah. So they're shooting now. You take volunteers though too, don't you? Uh, it's it, as far as the photographers go, probably not. Okay. Okay. So who uh, helps, I, who helps? There are people who help with this, right? Yeah, we have, uh, we call them yellow shirts. Okay. And they do all the, the management of the crowds and things like okay. that for arrival and so forth. The photographers, I've pretty much, much got them structured on what they're going to be yeah, doing yeah. and what I expect. And, right. And uh, that's what I need for the DVD. So we, we break it down into multiple structures. Yes. Um, and the board members, we have different responsibilities. Right. But, Everything got done until the virus hit. Yeah, and yeah. so we haven't done much lately. You got to kick it back into to gear, and it sounds like you are. Yeah, we've had we've only had one board meeting, and that was within a month and a half, I think. Wow. Looking forward to next spring. Yeah. When we'll be meeting once or twice a month again. Do you accept donations? We accept donations. Uh, the last finance report we had was was terrific since we started. Okay. I think we're on the upside of four million dollars. Wow that we've had donated to us to fly our veterans back there. Um, and and it's, it's important to do that. Yes. And so are the people that are volunteering, the people that are donating not only just time, but money. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very been very, very helpful. In fact, I think therapeutic for some of our veterans to, yeah. to get a chance to fly with others and fly back to the war memorials that they own. Absolutely. And especially for those who have been on the World War II, they didn't talk about it and still don't talk about it very much. My guess is when they're there with their brothers, they talk about it and yeah, feel my, more comfortable. My, uh, my wife, Cheryl, her, her father was on the USS Nevada in World War II, and, and I don't know how many battle stars that, the, that that ship got, but it was amazing when he went back on, on honor flight back right. there. And for the rest of his life, he passed away a year, just over a year ago. Um, as, as many of our other veterans. Right. But every time he got a chance, he'd ask me if I could fly him back there again. Wow. Like, I couldn't do it, but right. you know, he knew it. That meant something to him. It, it, you know, it means that it, it's, it's that important to every veteran. It's yes. so, for those of us on the board, it's important to get them back there. Yes. Uh, for the photographers that do all the documentation, it's important to do it yes. right. For the volunteers that work, we couldn't do this without volunteers. No, no. So in, in terms of, we do take volunteers, but I don't take volunteers okay. for, for my photographers. I want technical people, and, oh, and so I'd have to review right. what they do and, and so forth. Sure. Where can people get information on donating funds and things like that? InlandNorthwestHonorFlight.com. Okay. okay, very simple. Or on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. Welcome to today, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, we have uh, presences on both. Okay. Uh, donations can come in, and, and they continue to, even though we haven't flown right. for a year and a half. I mean, everybody's been in the same boat. The, the, for those everything. Of us are, yeah, everybody because of the COVID thing. So hopefully in, in spring, we'll be beyond the bulk of this, and we can actually go to the places that we intend on taking our veterans to. Good. John, thank you to you and uh, the Inland Northwest Honor Flight, the volunteers, the board members. Uh, this is a special thing you're all doing, okay? We need to honor those who have stepped up and served our country. Agree totally. And, and uh, especially to those who gave it all, but those that are here and we're in a 
time situation that it's moving fast and we, we I hope and pray that we're back to in the springtime where you can at take, least semi-normal by, yeah, by then yeah and we can get our people back there absolutely keep us informed okay will do all right the website again is inlandnorthwesthonorflight.com okay and or on facebook on facebook inlandnorthwest.com I urge you, this is a, something that we really like to support around here, and I hope you will too. Thanks for watching the Pulse of Spokane, everybody. Have a good day. Thanks for watching. Ask the host a question, recommend a guest, or check out any of our other programs on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SpokaneTalksMedia.com. Sponsored by Local 29 Firefighters Union, Well-Dressed Walrus, and homes for you.